Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to the show. My name is JC Tevez and this is Tevez of the best. It is uh, Friday. Friday, September 13, 2019. What's up, everyone? Happy Friday. Hope you had a good week. I uh, what did I do this week? Well, I think on Tuesday I updated you a little bit more, but let me just go over what happened in the last three days because it's so important. Not really, but uh, if you haven't checked out the intro episode, by the way, I highly recommend you do that. If you're here and you're sticking with me, let's get right to it. So I came from the gym today. Uh, it's my third day in a row again, so I usually take three days on, one day off. So usually that comes out to six days on in the week or... I try not to take two days off in seven days. Does that make sense? Okay, in seven days, so from Monday through Sunday, I'm allowed two days off. But I usually only take one because I go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, take a day off, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, take a day off on Monday, blah, 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 etc., etc. Et and I've been working on doing my bench press. I'm trying to get my one rep max up. So if you don't know what that means, it's basically the maximum weight that you that you can do for one repetition and i'm trying to get my bench press bench press is that thing where you it's like you're on your chest uh you're on your back and then you use you use a barbell to push against your chest uh just google it you know what a bench press is and i've been doing this routine it's my second time doing it now so it's a six session routine it's called the iron dungeon yeah i google it because i'm not i don't have a trainer i'm not trained in any sports like physical whatever so i go to the school of youtube the school of google and uh, I, I found I, I think I came across this on a bodybuilding.com uh, forum, like how do how do you get your bench press up? And it's called the Iron Dungeon. So it's basically six sessions. And it'll tell you what to do. Uh, so you kind of gauge what your one rep max is already. So if you already know what that is, good for you. So after that, it'll give you a routine on like how many sets to do at what percentage of your one rep max. Uh, I don't want to bore you too much, but basically. It's supposed to give you uh, like a 10 pound, 10 to 15 pound increase by the end of the six sessions. So I usually go to the gym three days in a row and then I take a day off. So I have a working rule where I have to go or I can't take two days off in a week. So Monday through Sunday, I'm only allowed two days off. But usually I only take one because it goes, let's say, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday's my day off. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then Monday's my day off, which is a new week. So it's like I only take one day off, but I'm allow I'm allowing myself two days off in a week. The only time that I haven't followed that rule is when I got sick for like ten days. But I'm back at it, and I think this effect. It, I think it's effective because my one rep max. Uh, I forgot what it was. Oh well, no, actually I do know what it is. But I don't want to bore you with numbers. But basically, after the first, I, this is my second time working on this session. The for, after the first six session session. Does that make sense? After the first time I did the six-session Iron Dungeon thingy, uh, I was able to increase my one rep max by, I think, 10 pounds. So that's pretty good. Uh, so hopefully, you know, I can keep adding 10 pounds every six sessions. I think that comes out to about three weeks because I only work out chest once or twice a week. So about three weeks. So even hopefully, I'll update you with my progress. My goal 
ultimate goal, like superhero goal, is to bench 300 pounds, which according if this if this works and it's consistent and I can only add 10 pounds every three weeks, I think it's going to take me like a year and a half. <laughs> so we'll see about that. Uh, I did tell you, I did tell all of you that I was reading the book, The Art of Thinking Clearly, and it, I just finished it. So thank you to, I think it was Archer who recommended that on my Twitter or was it IG stories. But thank you. And let me just go through that book. Do I recommend it? Hmm. That's the, always the question. Would I recommend that book? I would recommend it if you were into like, if pilosopoka. Is that right? If you're like an asshole, <laughs> if you want to like correct everybody about, hey, you're thinking the wrong way or you're actually thinking this because of this. If you want to be that person, it would be a good book for you. It's very, it's very, um, it's also kind of not, I keep saying that it's depressing. I don't think it's depressing. It's just, it really sets you up for failure <laughs> like it makes you feel like anything that you think about or every everything that you reason with or anything that you think is logical is probably illogical like everything that i think is wrong because of a certain fallacy or a certain uh logic so the art of thinking clearly actually made me not think as clear because it just made me more confused as to what i what was really true or not <laughs> it is interesting though like, I'll, let me just go over a couple of my favorite points from the book. So it gives you, I think, 90, 90, less than 100, but between 90 and 100, I think 96, 96 different kinds of think, thinking, errors in thinking, uh, errors in thinking, meaning like things that were, that are actually wrong when we think about something. So for example, a uh, popular one is the uh, contrast effect. So contrast effect, uh, let me just give you an example. It's judging something to be beautiful or expensive, uh, but when we have something that's ugly... No, sorry. It's judging something to be beautiful because... uh, Wait, hold on. Let me start again. It's judging something to be expensive, for example, because it's beautiful. So if it's beautiful, we relate it to something, oh, it's, it's, it's pretty pricey. And then when we see it compared to something that may be next to it, it looks cheap or ugly. It's ugly. Then we'll, we'll associate it with being cheap. So, Panangganun. I don't know. I what the hell am I talking about? Um, oh, confirmation. Okay, here. Here's a here's a better example. Confirmation bias. So we it's when we interpret new information. When we interpret new information, it has to always fit with our already pre existing beliefs. Because that's just how we think. And actually and, and that what the author is trying to say is that this is actually wrong. So for example, if I say two, four, six, eight What's the next number? So obviously most people, including me, would probably say 10 because we're thinking, well, it's two. It's multiples of two, two, four, six, eight, ten. But what if, and you know, like what's the next number? What if I said that the number 11 would fit there? You'd be like, wait, why? Because we're already thinking about the our pre-existing notion that it should be multiples of two. But what if the rule in this case is it just has to be a positive number? So... The the author is challenging you to kind of not always just n- go with what you think is obvious or what you think is logical. So two, four, six, eight, ten. But what if I said two, four, six, eight, twenty-seven? So we we never stated that the rule is it has to be multiples of two. 
that's that's kind of like that's uh, that's that's the kind of stuff that you read in that book. It's so you're like, ah, oh, you're such an asshole author guy. I forgot who I forgot who the the writer was. Ah, oh, shit. Anyway, it's called the Art of Thinking Clearly. It's 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 very yeah. It's it, it'll give you a lot of information. It'll bombard you with how much you think wrong, like how much of your thinking is actually wrong. Uh, let me give you a few more examples. Um, like framing. There's something called framing. He goes over it, framing. So if I said, like, would you rather, if you're trying to be healthier and eat less fat, would you rather have something that it has 1% fat or something that is 98% fat free? Uh, most people just on, without, if they don't really think about it, most people would think, oh, obviously I'm going to get the 98% fat free. But 1% fat is actually less fat because it's 2% fat for the 98. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not boring you. If, if I've kept you this long, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's quite a, it's quite a read. It'll take you a while. It's about 300. Well, I don't know how many pages I read it on ebook and my font is big. Lexi, my radio partner, Lexi keeps making fun of me because my ebook, when I read an ebook, the text is so big. She's like, why the why the hell do you read it with such big text? Are you a lolo? Are you a grandpa? And I'm like, eh, well, it's just easier for me to read. So yeah, it's it's um, I don't know if I should give you more examples. I feel like I, I would be boring if if <laughs> if you kept listening. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just read it. Just read it if you're into learning about how how wrong our normal sense of thinking is, or just to give you a sense of how our Clear, how our thinking isn't as clear as it as we think it is. Ganun. The art of thinking clearly. You know what? I will Google. The art of thinking clearly. Give me an author. So the author is Rolf Dobelli. I think it was translated. He's a Swiss writer. Rolf Dobelli. R-O-L-F-D-O-B-E-L-L-I. And he's a Swiss writer. So it was translated... And it's 99 chapters, so 99 thinking common thinking errors, and these weren't these weren't written by him. He he sta- he states in the intro that these were taken from like you know experiments in the past uh, and other things like that. So it was a relatively cool read, but at the same time, I wouldn't read it again unless I was really into logic because it's useful would it be useful i guess if you're asking me is it how useful would it be from a marketing perspective if you're into marketing i can see how you could use some of the con uh, some of the biases and thinking errors to sway your your market you know stuff like that like there's like something called the liking the liking bias liking bias is like uh when you sell something based on how likable someone is so the person selling it is is likable even if you don't know them that's why that's why brands get celebrities to endorse like a product so that's why i've always thought about that like what is the point of getting these multi like like these really famous people to endorse a product and it's because you know we tend to like these people and that's why we associate that product with that person even though it makes no sense to do that like Derek Ramsey endorses Dunkin' Donuts, uh, so I guess if you're into becoming a uh, having a kabit like in his movies, 
<laughs> if you want to be like, uh, yeah, I feel like Derek Ramsey every year has to do a role where he cheats on his wife. So if you cheat on your wife and then you see Derek Ramsey and you're like, shit, I cheat on my wife. I'm going to buy some donuts tonight. Something like that. You know, that's a very loose and very terrible example. But yeah, Art of Thinking Clearly. The next book I'm going to read, I do not know what it is yet. I'm not sure what I'm going to read yet. I have a list, so I'm going to I'm gonna step through that, and I'll tell you next podcast probably. What else? What else? Uh, le- uh, this past Tuesday, Tuesday ba? Monday. I forgot what day. Rika, Rika, my co-host on the Halala Show. We we went to a meeting to meet with a client. Hopefully, you know we can we pitched our we pitched our podcast. Uh, but I think the thing that I wanted to uh, to tell you about was the place where we ate. It's in Ayala North Exchange. So if you work in Makati, I highly recommend you go to this place. It's called Buns and Bros. B U N S, and I think it's letter N or A N D. I don't know. If, Buns and Bros. It is oh my god. There are two things that you have to get. Their their burgers are great. I didn't try all of them, but the, the the two burgers that I've had there are excellent. And I think they're in the running for top burger in Manila next to Sweet Ecstasy and sh- Snack Shack. Not Shake Shack, Snack Shack. And But the thing, if you are a dessert lover, or even if you're not, if as long as you like ice cream and chocolate, their lava cake is the fucking best thing that I've had. Like It's the best dessert that I've had in a long, 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 long time. If you ask me, what's the uh, other dessert before you had this lava cake? It's this cassava cake from Mango Grill. You can order it on Instagram. Oh, that shit is... Ooh! That shit is good, man. Okay. What else did I do? Um, Buns and... Go to Buns and Bros. It's in Ayala North Exchange. Their Instagram, if you want to see it, is Buns... And then the letter N. And then B-R-O-S, I think. Yes, Buns and Bros. Oh, it's so good. My gosh, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go there and just get it. It's in a, it's in a, admittedly, it's in a inconvenient place unless you work in Makati because there's no parking in that building. You have to park around Makati. If you can go on a weekend, I think they're open on weekends. Yeah, Monday through Saturday. They're not open on Sundays according to their Instagram. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. on the second floor of Ayala North Exchange. Corner Ayala and Salcedo. Oh, buns and bros. I'm going to go back there. Ooh, so good. All right. Um... Speaking of eating, that's something that I have been challenging myself to do. Not only eating healthy. Eating healthy is difficult. But believe it or not, the most difficult thing for me to do is to eat slowly. If you've ever seen me eat, you know that I eat like a fucking wild animal. Like I eat like there's no tomorrow. It's it's. I feel like if you saw me, you'd think... And the, the term, I don't, there, there's something that they always tell me, yung mga tao before, when they would see me eat, parang ano... Uh, I'm eating as if wala nang pagkain. Parang, uy, parang wala ka nang pagkain. Or uh, I'm eating as if there's gonna be no more food left. It's, it's that That's the kind of like pace that I eat at. Like, okay, let me put it, give you an example. A one, uh, two-piece chicken joy, a uh, two-piece chicken joy, one rice. I could finish that in probably three to five minutes. Maybe I could actually do it faster than three minutes if I was really like trying. But my normal pace, where I feel like I eat it and I enjoy it, and I'm not, you know, get I don't get indigestion. Three minutes, three to five minutes. That's how fast I eat. So I've been challenging myself because they say that you need to eat for twenty minutes so that your body registers your food, so you don't get hungry. Because I have been fucking hungry. My God, I've been hungry, 
And in a good way, though, I think. It's because I think I know that I've been eating healthier. I've been on this meal plan called Delicious Diet. So I've been on that meal plan for a while, uh, about three weeks now. But it's the exercise. It makes me hungry. You know, I'm eating all this clean shit. Not that, you know, when I say shit, it's not shitty. I'm just saying it's clean shit. It's clean stuff, dude. And when your body's not used to eating clean stuff, you're like, damn, what are you doing, bro? So I need to slow down. I've been trying it so 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 hard my god i cannot i get bored does anyone under does anyone relate to me i get bored eating like for 20 minutes what the hell am i gonna do i'm and i don't enjoy you know people say slow down enjoy your food i enjoy my food just fine eating it in three minutes i actually i kind of resent the food now because i have to wait to eat it it's like it's looking at me looking me in the face and you're like why aren't you eating me it's because i have to wait bro I'm talking to the fucking, like, quinoa. Quinoa! Fuck you, quinoa. Eat me, JC. Eat me. Wait. I have to take 20 chews and then sing the happy birthday song while I chew so that it takes longer. Oh, it's a, such an effort. My God. Okay. Moving <laughs> moving on. Uh, as I did mention, Rika and the Hala Hala Show, we are celebrating <clears throat> next week our one-year anniversary of podcasting on the Hala Hala Show. So... To all the Hala Hala people out there who are listeners, who are probably listening to this or waiting for the Monday mix, we have two coming out. We have the Mix 46, continuing the regular trend. And then we have an anniversary special, which is coming out on Wednesday. It's not that special. <laughs> we didn't plan anything. We just gave our thoughts about like the the year that it's been and hopefully what we hope for in the future. So if you're a Hala Hala fan, if you listen to the Hala Hala show, please... please um, Please support us, uh, and thank you for everyone who's who's listened. If you are l- just listening to me and you've never heard of the Hala Hala Show or you haven't given it a try, please, please do. It's much more entertaining than this fucking Tevez of the Best. Which, by the way, people keep asking, why did you name it Tevez of the Best instead of The Best of Tevez? Because, lo- okay, uh, when you look at it from a from a um, grammar standpoint, it's easier, it's better, it, it makes more sense if it's The Best of Tevez. But when you read it, it's it looks cooler if you have Tevez at the start. So it's Tevez of the best. Even though grammatically it doesn't make sense. That's how you get it. <laughs> also shout out to the uh speaking of other podcasts, Creepsilog, Creepsilog podcast. They shouted this podcast out as well as the Hala Hala show. And they they think that I don't listen to it. I listen to you guys. So uh thank you very much for that shout out. It means a lot. And also keep up the good work. I think podcasting is gonna be Something really big here. Not this podcast. I think the Hala Hala show is going to be big. This podcast is more for just for my personal thoughts. But if if, if you if it gets big, oh, so be it, man. Why not? <laughs> the more, the merrier. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go in a bit. I'm going to go walk to Mega Mall. I'm going to buy some vape juice because I've been trying to eat slowly, right? And, and trying to eat less, trying to quell my temptations. Before, I would probably smoke a cigarette. Even though I'm not a big smoker... Uh, I usually smoke when I'm uh, drinking, but I don't smoke. I haven't smoked in a while now, uh, so I've I've moved on to Vape Nation. The Vape Nation, not a Jewel. I haven't bought a Jewel. I know a lot of people that have a Jewel. Ask me why. Ask me why I don't buy a Jewel. It's because I don't know how to use that thing. Like every time I borrow someone's Jewel just to try it, I'll either suck. Sempanam bastos now. That's bastos. I'll suck too hard or I'll suck too soft. Like I don't know how to suck it. Proper, properly <laughs> so the vape I have the vape here I don't know if you guys can hear this listen to this 
Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's the vape niche. Uh, I'm going to go to Mega Mall and I'm going to try to buy. I'm looking for root beer flavored juice. I love, I'm, if you ask me what kind of juices I like, I like, I have, right now I have like a cola flavored one. I like, um, I like like soda flavored stuff. Fruity, it depends. I like watermelon, watermelon. I like grape, but I don't like apple and like lem- cit- more citrusy flavors. I'm not really into that. I haven't tried like the chocolate or like the things that are more, I don't know, darker. I don't know how to explain like dark flavors. I'm not really into that, but uh, I haven't also tried enough to really give my opinion on it. Yeah, and then I have work tonight at 8 p.m. So if you if you happen to catch this before you tune in or before I go on air, I am on every Friday, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, on RX, Monster RX 93.1. We have a live stream as well. Just Google it. I'm not going to give you the links. You know how to do it. You're a millennial or a Gen Z or a... What's the thing after Gen Z? Shit, there's something else. What comes here? Let's learn something new so that at least your time here on the podcast was not a waste. What comes after Gen Z? Xennials. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Gen, no, dama, dama, dama. Gen Alpha. Not Gen, Xennials, but that's different. It's Gen, Millennials are, are Gen Y. Then Gen Z is anyone born after ni- 1995. And then there's Generation Alpha. So the alphas start at 2013. So you fucking alphas, the the you know the the oldest alphas right now are six years old because they were born in 2013. So yeah, the alphas are the future. <laughs> Millennials, man, what happened? What happened to us, dude? We fucked up the whole world. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, at it's at it's me JC. I've got You know what? I, I haven't shouted out anyone because I, I honestly haven't created an Instagram for this podcast, and I don't check my IG DMs that often. Shit, I know a couple of you message me. Tbh, I didn't reply because I just read it. I'm sorry. I have this thing where I don't really reply to people on my personal IG because. I don't know. I don't don't think of it as like being snobero. It's just whenever I reply to something, it, like sometimes in the like okay, here's an example. Here's an example so that no one gets offended. I, I someone messaged me on Instagram, right? Uh, a fan, for example, and I replied. And then after that, every time I post a story or something, this fan will react to it or comment on it, and then the message just pops up. And it keeps popping up every time. Not every time, but like, you know, let's say 80% of my stories they will reply to. And now I feel bad. Now I feel bad because if I don't open that message, it's like they'll know that I'm I'm ignoring them. But if I open the message, now I feel compelled to reply. But what if I don't want to reply? Does that make sense? I'm not trying to ignore you on purpose, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't want to deal with that shit. You know? Thank you for listening to my day. Um, I know I seem to rant a lot, but I do have a lot of good things going on in my life right now. Tomorrow I'm hosting a debut in Laguna, and I don't know who the debutante is, and I've never met her, but I'm going to make her feel like we're best friends tomorrow. If you haven't listened to my rant on debuts, listen to that. I think it's like third episode. It's, like, it's called debuts and something else, so... Yeah, I'm going there. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be a cool weekend, and I'll let you. I'll let you all know on Tuesday. So thank you for listening to the podcast, and I'll see you all next time. Later. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 